Hello everyone, this is Lorraine Christie and I am so, so excited for you guys to be able to listen in to this week's episode. I had the privilege of having one of my dear, dear friends who I love and appreciate, who is more like family, a lover of bikes, of all types of food, of tennis shoes, which you will hear. Um, but in full disclosure, I am not sure how much we accomplished in this episode. Uh, you will definitely see the dynamic of our friendship because we tend to love to banter and to just argue for the sake of arguing. So do not make any decisions based on this episode, but we sure did have a lot of fun. And this week's topic is relationships. So we're just going to go ahead and dive in and let's talk about it. Okay, what is one of your favorite things right now? Or two of your favorite things? Two of my favorite things right now. Um, I don't know. I go through phases and it just depends on my mood. But right now it is Japanese shabu shabu. That is like my thing right now. Hot pot Japanese food is amazing. Um, so that's currently one of my favorite things. Uh, my second favorite thing is really bad. I think it's becoming a problem. We have this thing at my work we call Tuesday Shoe Day. And so everybody tries to wear their best sneakers to work. And so currently I am just infatuated with sneakers and I think it's becoming a problem. <laughs> That's random. I know. But I think I told I told the accounting accountant at work, I said, uh, I'm gonna start writing these off and trying to get um reimbursements for them because I feel like it's a work uniform. <laughs> hey, those, I know it's just two random things that I'm just really into right now and I don't know why. Oh well that is super cool. Okay, so two of my favorite things probably right now at this very moment in time. Drum roll please. Um it's actually kind of surprising. I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but jump roping. <laughs> I'm actually trying Can you to drive be- around the neighborhood and look for little girls <laughs> playing jump rope and just try and jump in the hopscotch. No, what it is is I've been trying to work out and be more fit and, you know, try to gain a healthy lifestyle. And, um, and you figured no one would let you do it then. So now they'll let you yeah. do it now. No, I just, um, I started jump roping and I kind of like it. And then I follow this guy who is like, swear you can cut your body and get it all in shape by just jump roping and so i started doing it and so i'm trying to learn like the double time and like all the little songs that go with yeah, it yeah like i My feel like rocky said, and I'm... <laughs> or it's like the fret one two buckle my shoe you know just kidding what's the second one okay the second one would probably have to be olive market it's become my little place. I've noticed that. I've noticed your that's your your thing right now. Yeah, I've been going there. I like the coffee. Um, they have I, really good tea. Oh yeah, Melody the, had. The, they're the, just straight the black green, tea. Green, no, but she had the green tea yesterday. I haven't tried it, but because my friend John lives like right around the block from there, mm-hmm. so when I would give him a ride home, he has a really funny story. So anytime he needs a ride, he's the most awkward person. He goes, "Hey, Ray, are you going home today?" And I was like. Yeah, I was planning on it. He goes, oh, cool. 
do you mind if I ride home with you? And I'm like, John, just ask me if you can have a ride home. But anyway, so he lives right around the street from Mall of Market. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hey, uh, do you want, I could buy you something. I was like, no, John, you don't Is have... that how he sounds? Yeah. Okay. He goes, I go, no, John, you don't have to buy me anything. You don't have to pay me to give you a ride home. Just give me a ride home out of the kindness of my heart. Oh, okay. Well, I want to go there. If you happen to want something, just let me know. And I'm like, no, like, I don't need anything. So anyways, we got there. He bought me tea and it was real, it was really cool. I haven't been there in a long time. Um, it's one of those gems that like, I feel that everybody should go to, but it's just, it's so out of the scope of everybody else. Yeah, it's kind of out of the way. It, and the parking needs some work, but. And, yeah, well, cause it's a street, but yeah. I mean, but the f- sandwiches are excellent there. If you yes, ever go get I the did. Terracina. I had their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It was so good. Yeah. The Terracina is really good. Uh, they have all their sandwiches are named after places in Redlands, I think. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And they, they just have a ton of sodas. Yeah. They're candy. Um, they got, it's a pretty cool little spot I think yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it so. I think it's a gem that no one takes advantage of kind of like that Salvarino's deli place oh yeah 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 I've been there a few times mm-hmm. with um Dr. Gordon and them yeah that's like the new lunch. spot right now for lunch but the hours are really bad because it's like they yeah. close at like three yeah. and by the time I get home it's already late okay so right so everyone right. obviously knows that I am very very single you yes, you bring it up every podcast. <laughs> we know. <laughs> not every podcast, not in the outreach podcast. I didn't talk about being single. I just want to reach somebody because I'm single. I just want to reach someone because I'm single. No, so um, we all know I'm very very single. Can you give us your um, relationship status, there, brother? My relationship status right now is I am in a relationship. Uh, I've been in a relationship for. Um, Ooh, we, do you know the date? I do, do you know how long? Well, so I do know how long, but this is the ongoing joke with everybody is we don't tell everybody how long we've been together for. So, so yes, I am in a relationship and it's been longer than a year. Okay, so you're but not that's gonna, about that's about as much. So as we're not going to get any juicy, yeah, first exclusive details here. And as you can see from this podcast, there's a lot of things that I do that aren't conventional, and it's mostly because. I just don't like people to be all up in my business. And it's kind of funny because we're doing a podcast about, yeah, about relationships. relationships. But you'll see why. And I'll kind of, I guess I'll kind of explain it later. But it's just I like to kind of hold my cars close to my chest. But yes, I am in a relationship, a very healthy relationship. And you're not going to tell us how long. But yeah, okay. It's, it's longer than a year. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, and we all, okay, so I know this. As far as being single, like, single as far as, like, not being in a relationship and being in a relationship but not being married, I know the pressure that I feel. You know, it's like everyone asks me, like, Lorraine, when are you going to get married? When are you going to date someone? Mm-hmm. Um, well, when, when there's somebody. <laughs> like, that's actually, I wouldn't say worth pursuing, but someone that, anywho, that's another whole story. I'm not getting into that. When it comes, yeah. Yeah. Um, but... I know for me that I feel the pressure to be married, like by people, like or and I feel like that affects me more than it affects you. But me even being what I'm trying to get to the point here without trying to ramble, is I feel the pressure, being single to be in a relationship, and you're in a relationship and you feel pressure to be married. Yeah, I don't think the pressure ever goes away. I think it just shifts from when are you going to date someone, and then as soon as you date someone, it's when are you going to marry that person. And I think it's just, I think it's the stigma. And then when you're married, it's even when are you going to have kids? Yeah. And it's like, it's the stigma of, I think that the the church or or Christian people have, it's like, you need this. You need this 
title or you need this spot in your life or I don't know about you, but for me, it feels like when people constantly badger you about it, it's like you're not complete. It's like in a way like you're nothing without this. Yeah. So why don't you want this? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And it's and it's different for a guy and a girl because at some point um, with me, I can't really do anything about not being married. I mean, I don't think anybody can ever do anything about. But not I mean, be- like for you, you you can actually pursue someone. The girl shouldn't be the pursuer. Well, I don't know. I don't think. I think. Yeah, it is for a guy. It's a little off putting when a girl is pursuing him. Yeah. But I think there's clever. I mean, it's just like anything. It's like if a guy was to go and DM you on Instagram, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And what what do they say now? Like, oh, he's thirsty. Or he's slipping he, into my he's DMs. He's slipping into your DMs. Oh, that guy's, that guy's out on the hunt. Yeah. But really, like, I mean, social media, the way that the way that people connect and the way that people start dating, it, it's completely changed from when I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. Like, when I was a teenager, you had to go walk up to that person, introduce yourself. Give him a flower or something. Get to know. Well, <laughs> not, not give, I've Just never kidding. walked up and give someone that I don't know a flower. But, like, I remember one time when I was younger... There was this girl, and I remember we went to this this service, and, and I saw her. I was like, oh, she's cute. And I was telling my friend, I was like, oh, she's cute. And then, like, they were like, well, go up and talk to her. And I was like, well, I don't know her. They're like, well, that's the whole point. Yeah. You know, like, you got to. But now, like, the the way of, of connecting with people, you can, you can just like or comment on something, yeah. and then you've slid your way into that person's life. Yeah. You know, and it's well, like... I think... Well, so, speaking on this topic, we won't stay here too long, but I recently was talking to a few of my guy friends about, like, how do you feel about girls DMing you or liking your mm-hmm. pictures or, you know, friend requesting you first and, like, all that. And most of the guys said that they don't really mind as long as it's done correctly. I guess as long as it's done with a little class. Yeah. I guess in a way. And it's not saying that I did have, it's I not did saying have that, two it, that were like, oh, no. It's not like not saying like they're, they're doing it like in a trashy way. But I think it's just like, you know, it's the same way as if a guy was to come on to you. That's it's, a, it's but, if as long as he's not like, hey, how's it going? Do you want to get married in the next 12 years? You know, yeah. like, you know, like. What's your mm, married plan goals? Hey, what's your life plan? You know, but like, if you were to just go up and spark a conversation, just like if you were in person, I don't. Like if someone was in line. To me, it doesn't. Yeah, if it was speak. like in line with what you're doing and like, you know, like if you posted and something. And the cool thing about stories is you can almost reply to a story and it's less creepy when someone does it's it to not your as, story. Yeah, it's not as creepy, but that's the what I'm saying. Like the thing, the, it has changed completely. I mean, if social media was out. When we were younger, who knows where our relationships would be now? Yeah, because it's true. like you can talk to someone that you have never met in your entire life. Yeah, and when you're in a certain location, there's only mm. a certain amount of people that you're going to see that are available. That or are you're going to have to drive age. out an hour yeah, and a half so to meet someone. There is yeah. a perk of social media, I believe, when it gives you access to people that you may not be able to know. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that there are steps that you should take and be wise. Like, I wouldn't talk to someone on Instagram for six months and say I love you without actually meeting them. No. Well, you mean, know, yeah, that's I a mean, whole... Yeah, I mean. But I think it's done right because I'm going to be a little transparent here. The other day, some guy from Georgia um, sent me a direct message. Oh, just totally blew him on blast. Yeah, now he well, probably listens to your podcast, too. Oh, maybe he does. <laughs> but it, it was like I never knew him. We only had like we only have a few mutual friends. But mm. he just said, hey, what's up? 
Yeah. You know, and I'm the type of person I I am. I don't want to say social so media nice. gives people guts that would never have guts to go up into you and yeah. say it's a person because there's a lot of people that will go, "Hey, how's it going?" But like they would never do that in person. Yeah. But like even then, like you can tell, like, okay, dude, I know what your I know yeah. what your angle is here. Like, not saying that he's not a nice guy, but I'm just saying like. You know what his intentions are, are yeah. right off the bat. And then that comes down and to... And then it's when they keep messing... Then it was just like, oh, where do you work? It's like, okay. I mean, I do that too. I mean, I guess I'm... I like knowing... Why don't you get to know my name first? Yeah. But I you guess know. it's like, we didn't have any mutual friends. I didn't know him out of the blue. We didn't really have any startup then conversation. He asked, then he asked me if I had a boyfriend. Then so he then asked you to like, send him money. Then I stopped Because he's a Nigerian prince. <laughs> and he wanted you to, you know, cause to help him because his dad's a king. Yeah. And then you got into a scam. Yeah. But it was just it was just one of those things where it's like we didn't really have mutual friends, we didn't have any like interest, and it was just like, hey, what's up? And then I just felt bad like not replying, so it was just no, like, no, I wouldn't. I've done that. And, but that's the difference so between I've done you that. and me because I like all day I'll think like mm. that poor person, like I don't want them to think I was ignoring yeah. them, like I don't want. I'm them, not that person. Like I I'm get, like if I don't know you, and we don't have mutual friends. I mean. I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, what's your oh, name? Oh, really? Well, okay, I'm not trying to put you on blast because we are recording here. But did one of your relationships start off? On... No, it didn't. So it didn't start off like that. Okay. So I'm first wrong. of all, let me get your facts straight okay. here. Okay, I'm sorry. So I'm it did, sorry. no, it did not start off like that. It started off with just conversation about nothing. Okay. So, so, so it was opened through social media, but I eventually met the person. Yeah. But... It was never a relationship or it was never in pursuit of relationship. It was like fun banter. It was fun banter that just became a friendship and then it was leveled off there and then... And then you met. And then we advanced to meeting each other. Yeah. But it was never like... That was never the intention like, oh, I'm going to slide into the DMs here and yeah. try and swoop her up. Like, no, yeah. that's not that's not how it works. And I think, that's, I think that's the deal where it could work mm-hmm. is like... You're meeting people you never would meet. And then if you go to a conference or something and then you get to meet them in person, then something gets sparked that's, when you already cool. feel like the ice has been broken. Yeah, and that's and that's where social media is like totally different now. You know, like I said, you probably would never have the guts to go up to someone and say, hey, I saw your I saw you were skateboarding yesterday or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, or when you could. But like, you know, that's the thing about the media now is just like people can just talk to people. Without ever having to meet them, without having the awkwardness of, of confronting that person. Yeah. And getting to so know So there them. is some good and bad, but I definitely feel like after talking to a few of my guy friends this week about how they felt about it, mm-hmm. I mean, I know how girls feel about it. If it's done not in a forward way, mm-hmm. and it's done just out of, like, curiosity of, like, getting to know someone and yeah. or, like, laughing at something they said or, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? With But if it's too forward, too fast, I, it definitely for girls it's a turn off, but... So, um, yeah, and then I feel the same way if it's too forward and if you're just sliding in just to talk, you know, just to try and get a relationship out of that, I think it's in the wrong intentions and it's the wrong reasons. And yeah. it's creepy yeah, in a way. I mean, I, I don't speak for all guys, but I speak for myself. Like, I've seen people slide into the DMs and they're like, hey, I see you have a shirt. I have a shirt, too. You know, it's like, yeah. no, like I don't know you, like. I don't, well, I've done but that that's just someone, my pers- that's just my personality in general. Yeah. Like, if I don't know you, I don't really try. I mean, I'm trying to work on that, but I try. I have a really hard time with but talking. But it could people be personality because I'm very much friendly person. I like knowing about people. I want to know about you. I want to mm-hmm. like. Um, but like, you establish 
a, a basis for that relationship and not necessarily, or just a friendship. And or it's, it's and like, well, you're not intentionally going in to oh, create no, no, a relationship. No, 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 because That's what I I'm wouldn't saying. start a relationship off Instagram. I wouldn't, I, you start I would, a friendship, but you yeah, wouldn't start a relationship. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start a romantic relationship purely based on social media. It could be a door for me to meet someone, but I would have to definitely see them in person before I would probably, before I would like actually get to a romantic relationship well, with them. Just because for my sake, people can pretend to be something or mm-hmm. even when you're on your own social media, you're portraying catfishing. only... Yeah. That's what it is. It's like catfish because it's like, oh life. man, this guy's got his life together. Yeah. He's got all that. And then when you go and meet him, it's like, whoa, like this isn't the same person yeah. or even looks are anything the same. I'm not saying that looks are everything. With filters... Can do a lot. Just but kidding. I'm saying, yeah, I'm just, I'm saying that like the filters will like make your life look a lot better than what it's yeah. like. You know, it's like it's like that. What was it? That one little girl, she was like some big thing on social media, and she would like stand with money and stand by cars, and like that was her whole persona on Instagram. Like she was balling out. Yeah. But then come to find out, her mom was a realtor that was using houses of her clients and. <laughs> Like, they were getting money that they yeah. were taking from whatever and then putting it right back in the bank. It was the same amount of money or something like that. But it was all just a facade yeah. because in real life, she wasn't really living that life, yeah. you know? Yeah, one of the one of my guy friends that I talked to um, last week about, like, social media and dating and stuff, they said one of the things that to consider, too, is if you have someone that could vouch mm. for someone. You know, like, if you kind of met someone, but they knew someone pretty good that was a mutual friend, that's always good because then you know, like, the person that you're actually talking to, like, yeah, the way they are can be confirmed. So Okay, so, so you want to tell them what you did? So, today I was on my um, social media, and I did uh, those Insta polls. Yeah. Because I wanted to see what a lot of people, like really felt because i know what i feel and what i feel is not necessarily everybody's cup of tea yeah because it's just me it's for me and it's not for anybody else um but like i was asking people like how long you know will you wait to date someone i'm not talking about going out and getting food with them and hanging out with them i'm talking about like i'm gonna date you and we're in a relationship so like i had two po- i had two dates one was a year and the other one was a month and I thought, and I knew, I kind of knew what I was, what I, what I was going to get out of this because I, I kind of generally know how people think, at least I like to think I do, but like, it was crazy because like only 32% of people on this poll and I, and I pulled people from work, people from churches and people, friends that I just know and stuff like that. And like 32% said they would wait a year before dating somebody. Now, personally, that's my cup of tea. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't need a month. A lot of people would say they'd wait a month. I put a month. (laughs) So yeah, but like sixty-eight percent of people were saying, "Oh, I'd wait a month and then start dating them." And in my head, I'm like, "You are crazy," because it's just me. So this is my deal on that. I don't feel that you can really know somebody within a month. Yeah. You can see, you can know the 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 image that they portray. But you can't know their personality traits. You can't know their habits, their good and bad habits. You can't know in another... But isn't that what dating is? Like getting to know someone and getting to know... Why do you have to commit into a relationship to do that? Why don't you just go out on dates and hang out and have fun and get to know somebody without being romantically involved with them? 
Because then if if it, what if they if, don't live in the same area as you? But you don't you still start, have to date them. I know. It doesn't. That I mean. Lo- but I guess to me, once once there's some type of romantic spark, or once there's whether it's actually official or not, mm-hmm. you kind of get put into that that realm Whoa. of dating. No. So this is what this is what you're doing, which is really funny because you're doing what the trend, or I would say the church is do always does. Oh, why aren't you gonna date them? Because just because you like somebody, I personally, I would really rather get to know you. So that way, if it's not something I'm in, I'm looking for or something that I want, you know, from that person, I can break it off and there's no romantic emotions attached I to it. I think that's, I think because that's bogus people, because, because I think people get romantically involved emotionally, whether there's a title on it or not. True. But there's no like title on that. So if you break it off and just say, yeah, you know, it doesn't, but it doesn't work. work we talked, like that for we girls. talked, it does work like that for girls. But because, like I said, there's the trend of, of apostolics or Pentecostals that you have to just jump right into it. To me, I'd rather get to know somebody and know their habits and say, you know, this is something because, I mean, I'm 32 years old. Yeah. And I don't, this sounds kind of funny. I don't have time to waste like that. I'm going to waste it regardless one way or another. Yeah. But I'd rather waste it in a non-relationship and know that I, I can break off at any point instead of wasting it in a relationship where it's like, man, I got to break up with this person. I got to deal with all the friendships that are hurt by it and all that stuff. You know, because by to me, by the time I'm asking you, do you want to, you know, do you want to make this official? Do you want to be my girlfriend? I'm saying, okay, I like you enough to pursue this further. And obviously... You would think then your dating relationship would be shorter for engagement then. Because if you're waiting a year... could be. ...to invest in someone to date them, like... But if you're you're a month into it, and then all of a sudden that person's like... Well, that was only the two options. I kind of think three months. Well, I mean, it could be any... I mean, it could be any length of time. I think three months is a good feel to get a feel of someone... For me, I like to wait. I don't always, and then don't quote me on this because it's not always spot on the, the, the year date, but it's a lengthy time because yeah. I personally want to get to know that person for who they are. And also another thing is I want to know their family. I want to know if it's something I'm willing to put my time into because if I date somebody and I think, man, this person's awesome. And then I go meet their family and I'm like, their family is a wreck. And... And I'm not saying that's a deal breaker for me, but it's just like, you got to think about this. Am I wanting to get involved in a relationship? Let's just say those, those helicopter parents that can't ever get away from their kids and always have to be in their business. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, or if I come to find out after, let's say I dated them for, I started dating them after a month and realized, man, they're, their dad or mom takes care of everything. Like I saw him like cutting up the meat for them and feeding them kind of stuff. Like yeah. I'd be like, man, I got to get out of this now. Instead of just being like, you know, this isn't really something I'm into. But like, I think you have to break. Okay. You have to break it off, but it's not as, it's not like breaking your arm off and give, you know what I mean? I just, I just, I just know me personally. If I was talking to someone that was requiring my time for a year to get to know me, Without, like, knowing kind of where we were going, if it was moving in the same direction. I'm not saying lead them on, but... Right, but at the same time, if you're getting to know someone for a whole entire year, 
you're only still knowing a portion of them because as you date, you you kind of spend more intimate moments as far and as like emotional and that kind of stuff. So my deal is, is that do. if someone's pursuing me for a year, I feel like my heart is going to get attached whether we have a title of dating or not. True. Because I'm, 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 I'm investing mm-hmm. my time, my energy, my emotions, even just in this quote friendship. True. And I used air quotes. And that, and that, and that's, and that's true. But it's like, I still want to take the time instead of jumping into a, because all right, and that comes down to what's your idea of what's your what's your definition of dating? Yeah. Is dating like oh we're exclusive now, or is dating like oh like. You're my girlfriend, but I can also talk to some other people. And if I want to, I can just walk away any moment. You know, everybody has their own definitions of that. But it's like, for me, if I'm dating you, that means I see something of interest in you that I'm pursuing to go further than dating. Yeah. At my age, now, if you would have asked me 10 years ago what dating went, it would have been a whole different story. But now that I'm a little bit more mature, I kind of know what I'm looking for. And so... I'd rather spend the time to get to know that person yeah. and get to know their surroundings, their friends, their family, their, their, their habits, yeah. or even if they're even responsible. I mean, I'm not saying that like all those things are not necessarily deal breakers, but if I see four red flags, at least I know I can be like, yeah, I'm just not going to text you as much, or I'm just going to tell you straight out that, hey, it's just not that's the only thing that's because you've already invested emotion and time like there still has to be but a... you could have invested three months and it's only three months yeah you know what i'm saying i'm not saying like I invest guess... a year and then call it off i guess it just depends but on within how that year it. before that year marker you're gonna notice that oh man ray he slaps his lips when he taught when he eats it's just like it drives me nuts i can't do it but you knew that three months instead of dating that person a month in and then two months later you got to call it off and now you seem like the bad person. I don't know. Just I guess too, it just depends on on, on where you're looking at it. Because I look at it as from the of the facts is that I kind of wouldn't even. I have a lot of guy friends. I have a lot of girlfriends. I have a lot of friends. I love people. You're so popular. I am. Just kidding. Um, I just like people, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, I kind of already know if I would be interested in someone. You wouldn't if you just met that person on Instagram. If that guy just DM'd you. Okay. No. Prime example, Georgia. Let's say Georgia DM'd you. You know nothing about this person. But I'm talking so, about No, 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 no. This is what we're talking okay, about. Okay. We're talking about the effects of social media and doing this in relationship. You know nothing of this person. He just walked into your life. Would you not want to get to know him as a friend first? And how long would you want to wait to get to know him first? Well, first I'd have to see the person. In real life. But let's just give... Don't don't stray off and ask her another okay. question. How long would it have to be before... It would probably need to be more than three months. Because you want to know that person. Because you're going to find out, oh man, he's... You can only keep up a facade for so long with somebody. Yeah. That, I, and I think that's like... Someone told me like... It's like a year or two years you it's start a year seeing. Mark where yeah, you start, you start seeing, seeing people. Flaws. You start seeing their traits. You start seeing the real person that they are. Yeah. You start seeing them when they're irritated, when they're tired, when they just don't want to listen to you say the same thing yeah, over and okay. over. Okay, I think I think what happens is but we're saying we're the about. same thing. No, we're not. But, okay, okay. Let me let me explain <laughs> this. We're saying the same thing, but to me, 
you're just doing it without a title versus me thinking that it is a title. Because if you're spending time with someone to get to know if you want to date them, to get to know their habits, to get you, you're, 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 you're showing who they are. You're learning mm-hmm. about them. You're basically, but unquote, you can, you can dating. just, but at the end of that, it's you, just without the pressure at the end. Of, it's not without the pressure, but at the end of it, you could say, you know what? I just want to be your friend. I'd really just like you more. But as if a, a guy took a year to get to know me and was, I'm not saying to it's always going to take a year. I'm just saying you're taking longer than two months or a month yeah, to date someone. I wouldn't date someone after. A well, month. I'm just saying that, that that percentage that what? Let's see here. Sixty-eight percent of people said I don't mind waiting a month to date somebody that I know nothing about. I'm sorry. Hey. A month is only four weeks, thirty days. I'm, that's not enough time, even if I talk to you every day, to get to know you enough to know if I want to invest into a relationship with you. I'm sorry. That's just whacked out of my mind. <laughs> I, I'm not saying you have to wait like a year. I just feel like you say it like that. I'm, it sounds so but when I say it like, But when I break it down by day to day, week to week, it makes sense, does it not? Does it not? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying a month, even three months is still not enough to get to know somebody. Yeah. You're not going to know if that person just flips out whenever you say one word. Yeah. You don't know that. But then, then by then you're like, I can't break this off because I'm emotionally involved in this person. And it's like, I think you're emotionally involved. You get, but I know, but like there's that, there's that guilt of breaking it off because you're emotionally involved with somebody. And that's why a lot of people stay in relationships that they shouldn't be in because they don't want to be the person to break it off and be the bad guy. That's true. Or they feel like I have to have this completed by a certain age, so they'll stay in a bad relationship because they think I need to be well, married by the time I'm. Or somebody's time. someone's someone's what, taking interest in me. I might as well just suck it up and just yeah. I'm, at least I'll be, be with this person. At least I'll be married, but I'll be unhappy. But and and then that comes down to the even the other question we were asking is how long would people wait to get married? And that was even like. Okay, so I asked, I said six months to a year, 43% said they, they would wait six months to a year to get married. That's, that's the longest they would wait. And then I put longer than two years, mm-hmm. 57% said that. I was actually really surprised by that, considering how many people said so they would only wait. So they have a shorter wait. dating time, but that, that's what I mean. I think... Like they would date someone and get into a, a relationship with somebody after a month, but yet they would rather wait two years to... To marry them, that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, if you're going to do the six months to a year, it's like, okay, I've been dating this person. I, I've known them for already nine months or eight or six months, you know, and now we're dating. I would imagine your your actual relationship dating time would be shorter because you already know that person. Yeah. You know, but it, it was just interesting that like people are ready to like, oh, I've only been date, dating this person in a relationship for six months. And now I'm ready to get married to him. But I think too, it could, it could all boil down to the realization that everybody has their own story. To me, I could say, "Oh, I'll wait a year," but I could meet someone that actually has all the qualities that I'm looking mm-hmm. for, that I feel is worth the risk of just saying, "You know what? What I know, what I I'm making the best so, decision with counsel with their pastor." So when you're saying worth the pastor. risk, is that meaning like you're not sure? No, I mean I, worth I just, the risk of I'm not me to put being you on vulnerable, like of me being vulnerable. It's like it's worth the risk to say I could get hurt, but this person is worth me revealing who mm. I truly am, revealing emotions, revealing things to them to say, could this work? I, and that's I know, a scary thing. I know people who have dated for like six months and then got married. Yeah. And, and their relationships are great and awesome. 
and but there's usually a little backstory to that they've known each other for x amount of time you know and i'm not saying that it can't happen but i think it happens more often that people date for six months and then get married and then you notice that those relationships are the ones that are usually the ones that have the most problems yeah not the most problems but they tend to have problems that are a little bit more i guess what we can see because they because you're married to someone and it's like i'm not going to leave this person because i'm married you know but now I'm starting to see that, like, they are really bad with money. Or I'm starting to see that they're they're very short-fused people. Yeah. And it's like, well, you could have got that if you would have took a little bit longer to date them, you know, and see their traits and say, hey, you know, like, I just can't take how that person blows up on me all the time. Yeah. But then Even I've known I... people that have known each other a couple weeks. They started dating. They were engaged a few months. They got married. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I guess but those are just... like the anomalies. Those are like the That's once in a million people. I think people. it has to boil down to, like, I'm not obviously gonna my... what your pastor believes. Obviously and that's another thing. Rules... Like, and then there's those people who, where they go to their pastor for advice, but they already know their answer. Yeah. And then their pastor says, no. Because he's a sound-minded person. And they go, oh, well, I'm just mad and I'm just going to go to another church where they're going to let me do what I want to do. Because <laughs> on all honesty, so when I started talking to Selena, however long that took, okay? And then I, before I had asked her to be my girlfriend. Yes. I had went to pastor. And I had asked him. I said, you know, I'm sure you've heard this already, but, you know, I have an interest in Selena. I go, what do you think about me ask or me getting into a relationship with her? Mm-hmm. I asked him. Now, whether he was going to say yes or no, I don't know. I didn't have, I had what my heart wanted. My heart wanted him to say yes. But I had talked, me and Selena had talked about this. And I said, if he was to tell me no, for whatever reason it was. Yeah, I would know. At my point in life now, yeah. I would trust that. And yeah, I would I tell her the same way. And I would I tell her and I would tell her, you know, I'm really sorry, but he doesn't feel that this is the right relationship. Mm-hmm. I would listen to that. Now, if you were to ask me that a couple of years ago in a few other relationships, it'd probably be different. Yeah. Because I was at a different place in my life and where, you know, where taking correction or taking stuff like that wasn't as easy or I probably didn't put all my trust into him like I should have. Yeah. Now it's like if I was to go to him and ask him if Selena and I should get married or can get married. He would say yes. I'm just kidding. If he says yes. Or, but if he was to say no. Yeah. It's like, would I be heartbroken? Yes, of course. Okay. Because I've, I'm emotionally attached. Yeah. But. You weren't emotional. Oh, I, I trust him enough to know that he's looking out for my best interests. Right. And I'm not going to get upset and try and do what I want, want to do because he might see stuff that I don't see. Right. And I kind of feel the way I have two people that I have said if they say no it's a no like I don't care how I'm in love if these two people over my life would say no it's a no and pastor's obviously one of them but the I've been in places in my life where I know it's not in the I know either he's not approving yeah. or he's not happy or ecstatic about it yeah and I still did it anyways. yeah and I learned the hard way that generally yeah. I should have probably listened or asked. So let me ask you this. this. So you and Selena waited about a year before you actually became officially a couple? Roughly. Okay, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. How long did you wait before you said I love you? When you were dating. So how long after you were dating did you use the words I love you? So No. It's a little backwards because we didn't we weren't dating 
when I felt what I felt. That's what I'm saying. So you feel emotionally so attached. So I'm emotionally the attached, title. and 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 I really am. I work, and it's really bad because then I think it even affects Selena in a way because I am super guarded on how I express myself like that. Right. Because I have a tendency. To, to be such logic. an emotional, emo, no, I have such a tendency, my human tendency is to be an emotional person and just say, I love you. Mm-hmm. But, but I've done that enough, I guess, in the past to hurt myself that way. So, and it's, and it's somewhat unfair to her because I have to be super guarded on myself and I don't let people into certain parts of my heart or certain parts of my life because I don't want to be hurt. Yeah. So... For me to to have said that before we dated, that by then I already knew I was going to ask Pastor to date her. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, like, I knew where my path was right. when I had said I it. I guess it just, that just proves my point that when you're getting to know someone, whether you're actually dating them or you're just getting to know them, mm. you're investing emotions and energy yeah. and time. But... And because that's the only way that you could have gained enough knowledge, enough information to make your decision. So, and then my thing is, if it did not work out within that year time frame or whatever, then I could still say, I love you as a person. Yeah. But I, I, I just can't be in a relationship with you. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people, they get into relationships and they, they just like, I'm stuck in this relationship. I told them I love you. I can't get out of it now. Yeah. It's like, no, you can tell them you love them. I love you as a person. And I love you. I love you. I love who you are, but relationship with you is not, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not, you know, the right way to go. Yeah. You know, I can still love you. But like at that point, I knew the direction when I had said, so yes, I did say it before we officially dated. Mm-hmm. So that way when I, we dated, it was like, I already know where we're going. So you guys, if you waited a year to date her, mm-hmm. and you've been dating over a year now, mm-hmm. don't you think you would know by now, like, if you wanted to marry her? Like, I know my you, direction. Yeah. So it's not that I don't know my direction. I knew my direction when... It just may take you a little longer than it just, other It's just people. taking me a little longer because uh, I'd rather be safe than sorry. I'd rather get in, you know, and it seems it funny. So it's so unromantic. It's, it sounds super unromantic. And I know it does. And, and then, and, and, and Selena will tell me that's just like, that sounds really unromantic. And it's like, that's not what I mean. Because a lot of times I'll say things without filtering it. Yeah. And I'll just say it because that's, because I want to convey the information. But it's like, I, and if you ask Selena, she knows my heart. She yeah. knows where I'm at in this relationship. She knows she got you. She knows, she knows <laughs> that I, that I love her and that I, and that, you know, like, that I couldn't do what I do now without her. Yeah. You know, but it's like, I want to be smart about it. And a lot of it comes down to my history as with my family, you know, like, um, my parents were divorced, you know, when I was about, I'm going to butcher the dates, nine or 10 or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, so to me, it's very you scary. You carry all that. It's very scary to be in relationships yeah. and to get in a serious relationship with someone because it's like, I don't want to make the same mistakes. Granted, it was a different circumstance than just not being with or being with someone that you don't think you can be with. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that was my parents splitting was a whole different circumstance. Yeah. But it's like, it's a scary feeling knowing that like, am I going to make that mistake? Am I going to do that? Am I going to 
is it in my genes to do that? Yeah. Because my parents did it. You know, it's like that sits in the back of my mind. And yeah, it's it's scary. Like thinking about getting married is is a scary thing because you're in, you're responsible for a person. It's not yeah. just I'm da- I'm marrying them because I want the honeymoon and I want the, the the glamorous life of being married and sitting by her in church or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. like it's real life. It's real life. And to even more so which um this podcast is already getting very long, but I definitely want to hit on it because we're both two people that are very much involved in ministry mm-hmm. and we're both um, very ministry minded so to me I think it's even and this is a, a nice plug for my next episodes I'm going to be doing it with Brother Brandon and we're going to be talking about how you can be unequally yoked with a believer you know and mm-hmm. when you're in ministry I think sometimes you have to know that the person that you are with is willing to dedicate as much as you are to the church and to me, that's a deal breaker. Like, if you're not willing to, like, submit your life to God, submit mm-hmm. your life to the church, submit your life to ministry, then, like, I don't care how cute, how charming you are. It's it just, I refuse to be in a marriage where, like, our sole purpose isn't to bring glory to God without yeah. trying to over-spiritualize it. But to me, we were created to do more for the kingdom together. Mm-hmm. And if, like, our whole relationship can't be based off that foundation, then, like, I don't want to be married. I'll, I'll, I'll be Paul, and I'll do the work of the Lord by myself if that's not why I'm getting married. Do you feel like you can't do it if you're not I f- married? I do, as a woman. You I, do? Yeah, I feel like if I felt called to, um, to, I have a love for home missions. I love small churches. I love being able to help. I love small churches. I love. I have a. I have a very sensitive heart towards home missions to foreign missions, and I feel like I couldn't go and help a home missions church or help a foreign missions church by myself because I'm a girl and I'm single. But that's just. Is that so? Is that your view? That is. Or is that just you're feeding into everybody else? Because I don't agree with that. No, I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's my own view. I feel like I can't do that without being married. But then also, I question, why can't I? Well, yeah, because it's, it's a lot like what, like what either Selena and I go through because we're in the same ministry. And, and that just happened to be the hand of God. That's not anything that... Intentional. Intentional. Um, but it's like we're in the same ministry, so it makes things a lot easier. You know, Because you guys are moving in the same direction. Because we're moving in the same direction. But I don't feel like I need to be married... To be effective in my ministry. And being in children's ministry, it's like that's a it's a big deal to to a lot of people. Yeah. I personally don't see a huge issue with it, but like we get the comments from people that say, Oh, well, you're not a parent, you don't know. Well, no, I do know because I've been doing this for at least like what, twelve years? Yeah. I've been ministering to your children since they were little. I, you know, like I might not be a parent, but I know what your kids go through. Yeah. You know, and it's to say that you're not effective because you're not married is I don't believe in that. I don't think yeah. that's true. Well, I don't think I'm effective. I believe that like I can do what I can while I can. Like there's certain things that I can do right now while I'm single that I may never be able to do when I'm married. But you don't know that. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying because my priorities are, I have a little bit more freedom to make my own decisions to say, hey, I'm going to go teach a Bible study tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I actually am teaching a Bible study tomorrow. But Or, hey, I'm going to go do this, or I'm going to go down to the church and pray, mm-hmm. where I don't have to run that by someone. I don't have to check in with what my husband's plans are, or like what his agenda is, or what he's doing to make a decision, what I'm going to do. I have the freedom to do as much as I can but I right don't, now. But I don't think that God's anointing is any less because you don't no, have no, someone no. to do that. I'm just saying but that's what we're getting like i don't feel because i'm either a not a parent or b not married that i should be any less effective to work in the kingdom of god than someone who's married and has kids because if anything me being single allows me to have much more free time much more but like i'm saying like is to say that i that i can't do what god wants me to really do is not true yeah like I don't need to be married and I don't, to be effective. And in my I don't ministry. know if me the long term goal or calling I feel of my life mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm over our young adults ministry right now and I feel like I do that as best as I can being a woman. There are times where I feel like it gets a little tricky when we have like young guys come in and it's like I can't really can't minister be too to nice. them. Yeah. yeah, it's like I can't be too friendly or Okay. Like, but that's that's but, okay, but And sometimes it would be nice if I had a husband to be like, "Hey, can you just call and like encourage him?" Mm-hmm. But if I encourage someone too much, then it's like, you know. Then you feel yeah, and, then it's awkward. Yeah. P- position. Yeah. So yeah, I just which, I feel like that would help, but, but other than being effective in the ministry I'm right now, I do feel like I can do that. I feel like sometimes I it would be easier to have a because that's the stigma because of the, it would help yeah. but I think a lot of my insecurities on moving forth on my long term where I feel called to mm-hmm. is that maybe it's because I'm not married or it's because I feel like I want I see myself being used in those areas but it's more so I see myself being used under side by side with my husband yeah but because I, I, do, I feel like I'm a very submissive person I believe that a woman's role is a woman's role and that's a whole other topic. Yeah. So I believe that a man should be over me and I should be following him into ministry. Yeah, but it's just like to say that you can't ever do anything for no, the No, because kingdom, I don't know the what future. Like, like, what if I never get married? People, I have to still those, be able there's to. There's, there's these people, these guys, these girls that have their 10-year plan. And it's like, I'm not married yet. I can't preach to the multitudes. It's like... <laughs> You know, but you laugh about it, but there's people like that. Yeah. There's people like, I can never do anything, ex- you know, extraordinary with God because I'm not married. And, oh, man, this is my plans being derailed. You might meet your your mate or your husband or wife doing the work, doing of, the God. work of God yeah. and at another church. And who yeah. knows where, you know, where it leads yeah. you. And but it's like, but people or young people or young adults or whatever feel that pressure of like i i'm, I'm not married my 10 my fivefold ministry is never going to be fulfilled <laughs> you know but it's like why don't you just focus on god and let that come into play whenever it's got because that's really what it comes down to is when it's god's time it's god's time you're gonna get somebody or you're not gonna get somebody who knows what the will of god is and all you can do and this is something because that, it, that i've been doing is like god i'm gonna do whatever i can for you well, I can right now in this season of my life. And mm-hmm. I'm going to hold out faith to say, if that's a plan you have for me, I'll walk into it. Like, I look, I mean, I used to be embarrassed to say, like, I look forward to being a wife. I look forward to being a mother because I felt like somehow is, that made which me is okay. like, and, and desperate or there's something. There's people that, that want that. And there's yeah. people that, that are, and like, for me, it's like, do I ever want to be married? Of course I do. Like, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think spending your life with the person you love. And going and just seeing all these great things with them is, is, is awesome. Yeah. But it's like, 
do I need that? No. I don't need that to be successful or to be used by God. Yeah. I don't need, that's not going to fulfill me because if you're doing it, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. I'm just marrying this person to fill that void. But if I do it because I generally love that person or if I'm just doing the work of God and it just happens to come, it comes. Like, who's to say that, like, I get married but I never have children? Does that make me any less effective in children's ministry? No. Because I don't have children and I don't know what it's like. What if what if it was the case of, you know, just not the will of God and just biologically I couldn't have a child? Yeah. Who's to say that that like you're less effective because you don't have a child because you you just said in the beginning it's are you going to date that person? As soon as you date that person, are you going to marry that person? As soon as you marry that person, what's the next thing? Are you going to have kids? Because and I had a friend I had a friend like, that, I had a friend kid? that I had a friend that said, "Hey, I got exciting news." And her and her husband, they were just talking about and she's like, oh, I got something exciting about it. And then, like, everything she was getting bombarded with was, when are you going to have kids? Are you going to have a kid? Are you having a kid? Like, I think that's and just it's like, human nature. And then for her, us. it was like, no, guys. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I was going to put this exciting information that I'm going to be my friend's bridesmaid. Oh. But everybody <laughs> bombards me with, are you having a child? Because it's like, let's go through the steps of life. Let's do what's, what everybody's supposed to be doing. But it's like... What if that just never happens? Does it mean that I'm less of a person? No, you just got to do what you can. Because that's what, what I feel like a lot of people do is like they make you feel like less of a person when they tell you, oh, why aren't you married yet? Like, well, like that completes you. That's somehow. not my identity of being, yeah. a, you know, like I don't have to be in a relationship with somebody. But it's just like if it happens, it happens. It's great. You know, like it's the funny thing, like pastor and sister woman always, they don't always tease me. Let me rephrase that. They probably tease me less than a lot of other people do. Yeah. But they, they'll tease me every now and then. But you know, one time Sister Wilmoth teased me, and I, I didn't take offense to it. I was just kind of just brushed it off. Oh, you know, Sister Wilmoth, when, when timing's right, it will be right. You know? And she goes, I'm just joking with you. She's like, you know, like, I don't want to pressure you into doing anything you don't want to do. Or, you know, I don't want to feel like you to feel like you're not doing something right. And I said, no, you know, that's not what I feel when you tell me. I know you do it out of just joking. Yeah. You know, I can take a joke, but it's just like those people are like, you're not married yet? Like... You're a dinosaur. You're the unicorn in Pentecost because you're you're thirty something and you're not married. Like so what? Like why don't we let people live their lives, do what they want to do? I mean, if that person comes along, they come along. But why why pressure people to jump into relationships that they probably shouldn't be jumping into, or they probably should wait to jump into because they're yeah. not in the position? Then you got people with you know with with issues of finances or issues with you know not being ready to be tied down to that yeah you know like think about it you're taking you're responsible you know and i think that like men and women should work you know together in a relationship and then if you make enough money where the wife doesn't have to work then that's great yeah you know but like you know i think that it's a it's a it's a 50 50 thing everybody's pulling for their own weight but it's like you have to understand like when you're married you're responsible for that house yeah or that apartment you're responsible for putting food on the table. You're responsible for making sure that that person's okay. When they get sick, guess who's going to be paying the bill? Yeah. You know, and like a lot of people, they think, oh, I'm just going to get married and I'm and I'm chasing these desires and I'm doing all this stuff. But it's like, once you're married, it's like, whoa, what do you mean? I got to, I got to check with you before I go play ball with the guys or something like that. Yeah. Or I got to check before, you know, you're the only person. I got to check before I go to the prayer room, you know, <laughs> but like, hey, that's no, I'm not saying it's not important because that is important, but you should have established that before you even got married to them. Yeah. You should have established a prayer time. And I'm not, I'm not trying to act like we're holier than thou, but like, 
there's times that we'll set and we'll pray. We'll set a time because we want to build those habits now instead oh, of having yeah, to wait. Instead of waiting, instead of waiting till we're married and then like, oh, marriage or she hits us and be like, oh man, we never pray. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like because I don't want to build my relationship off of that. I want to build my relationship off in the right way that that either my parents didn't get to or my parents didn't know how to but i'm trying to establish my my foundation now then to set yourself up better to set myself up and like to succeed dude, in marriage and every married person i ever talked to they asked me well, what are you waiting for what are you waiting for i'm like well you know it comes down to finance it comes down to just being ready you know and and I just think people, and, and that's okay. And, people take longer to Mary, be ready. And a lot of married people. people tell me you're never going to be ready. Yeah. And I get that. And we had this conversation like a couple nights ago yeah. about, well, if it's about the money, well, doesn't that take the, like you're saving money, you know, to yeah. get married. Doesn't that take out the romance because you're not going on dates as much. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're going to save money regardless because when you get married, you save money for what? A house? Once you save your money for a house, you start saving money for what? Kids? I go, you're always going to be saving. So if you can't be romantic in the saving time of saving money, yeah. by, you know, then you're never going to make it as you get married and you're going to stress about it and then you're going to lose interest in each other. Yeah. And it's like, why not plan that stuff now and taking the time you know, to do that? Yeah. And I guess my deal, and this is something that I'm I've, in talking to people lately, I think that we just have to be reminded that everybody's story is different and everything works for people different. And some people know sooner and some people meet their person on social media. Some people mm-hmm. meet their spouse on everyone's connected. I, I did a poll. Thing Shout on out my to thing. everyone's yeah. connected. First a- of all, <laughs> that, that, yeah, your top, uh, top 10 friends or yeah. I, I grew up to it, but yeah, that was the thing back in the day. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, guys were guys or myself were trying to meet people and everyone's connected and yeah. see who was their top, whatever. Which is that's just the changing of the times, but it's like it, it, I don't know, I just thought that everyone's connected. That's funny. Well, I'm just saying I asked people how they met their spouse and yeah. someone said we met and everyone's connected, but yeah. we exchanged con- I asked so I asked her what was your process? And she said, Well, we talked via mm-hmm. everyone's connected for six months. We were friends for six months, dated for six months, and then we're engaged six months. Yeah. So I'm just saying, and then someone said they met their their significant other at camp, and someone said they both. Um, it's cute. Sister Stephanie said, um, in uh, at work, and he asked me, "Do you know Jesus?" You know, and oh, she's yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, but those are, those are Every, like everybody's like, different, and no one. And I'm not saying what works for me is going to work for you or going to work for anybody else listening to this. I'm not trying to say that. No, I guess. But what I am trying to say is like, it's okay to take your time. And not jump into something and don't like, because there's, who knows, there might be people that feel just like me and that like, I don't want to rush into something. And yeah. I'm just a careful planner because I don't jump like I, when I bought a car, I didn't just go to the lot and buy a car. I researched a car, you know, or like, you know, something stupid like sneakers or even a restaurant. I'll research that thing before I even go there because I don't want to waste my money. I don't want to waste my time with getting something that I'm just highly disappointed in. Right. You know, and, you know, like, to me, it's, like, better be safe than sorry. And there's somebody that's just feeling like, oh, man, I like, my parents are on me or my pastors are or someone's on you about getting married or, you know, everybody's making you feel like you can't do the work of God by being well, not being married or something. But, like, in actuality, you don't need that to complete you. 
Yeah, you don't need to be married to the. So it's okay to take your time. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's what I guess I'm trying to say is what my timeline that I took might not work for you or anybody else, but someone might be like, you know what, he's right, you know, or like you know what you're saying, like you know, like or she's right, but like you know, like if you're happy, you're happy, and you feel that you know. It's it's all going great, and you got the green lights from everybody that you need to get green lights from. Like, hey, more power to you. Six months is going to work for you. That's going to work for you. But as yeah. for me, that's not going to work. Yeah, and I guess my whole point with, with gathering information about, like, where people met their spouse or, mm-hmm. like, you know, would someone date – would a guy date a girl on social media if she DM'd him first or mm-hmm. if she liked his pictures first? And I think the bottom line comes down to that when you meet someone that you feel – like could be someone pretty special whatever story has to unfold there's no right or wrong if it works for you and it's approved by the people that needs to be approved by and realizing that just because someone met their husband at camp and they dated this six months and they were engaged six months they were friends doesn't mean that i have to follow that guideline because my story may be different Mm -hmm. but i think sometimes we hear people's story and we think oh we have to live up to this or we have to live up to this or i have to do it this way or i have to do it this way in reality that we all just have to be doing what we can for the lord doing what we can in the church and that Mm -hmm. if we're focused on god really i think god will take care of the rest and whatever story he's writing it's going to be my own story yeah it's going to be your story but you sometimes i feel like we view like we're putting on the sunglasses of everyone's love stories we put those glasses on mm-hmm. and we filter everything through it like and oh you, he did this so that kind of happened for them so this means it's gonna happen you, for me you shouldn't beat yourself up about it that's the thing like people beat themselves up about yeah and i being... used to i don't anymore because i just realized that i the only thing i have control over is what I choose to do. And what I'm choosing to do is dedicate my life to the church and try to make myself the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. And like my brother and I were talking about this um, the other night. It's a a man that finds a wife. A a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I can do is try to be as ready as I can possibly be to be a wife Mm -hmm. so that when my husband, quote, finds me, Mm -hmm. I'm as ready as I possibly could be to be a wife yeah and then with that saying like you're doing your walk and you're doing what you can so you're holding your standards up high because that's another thing like you were saying unequally yoked if you're not equally yoked with somebody like and trust me like like i was telling selena this the other day and i said you know it's really funny i go you know how many girls would probably be so upset that we'd have to sit at the church and work on something till one o'clock in the morning yeah. I go, you know how many girls would probably be upset about that? Yeah. But I said, man, I'm blessed, you know, because I have somebody that's willing to get up early or work late at the church with me and not complain about it because yeah. they know. Well, and your because team. They're, and, they're, and their hearts, because her and hearts. And your Sunday in school the, team, I yeah. just mean. Like, yeah. Not you no, yeah. yourself. Yeah. So, but like, our hearts are in the same place and we're walking in the same direction. That's a big deal. And I'm not saying that it has to be that way, but it's like, it's an issue. No, that's a, what I'm saying. I've been interested in people in the last mm-hmm. year and a half that I thought, oh man, almost. But when their, when their dedication to the church didn't line up to where I was at. Mm-hmm. It was just like there's no way I could pursue or yeah. I can't pursue. You want there's no way I could follow through with this relationship. In a way, it's like you want, want a ride or someone, die person. Yeah, like you want I someone, want someone that's dedicated to the church that makes like I want, like pastor and sister woman, like Brandon and Rachel. Like you mm-hmm. can see people in the church where it's like 
they do outreach together. They teach mm-hmm. Bible studies together. They host new conference at their house. Like to yeah. me, I don't want to get married just for the sake of getting married. I could do that with anybody. Like yeah. I want to get married to someone that we together, we, we make the church better. Like mm-hmm. we, we kingdom we couple. Pers- yeah. I want to be a kingdom Shout couple. Shout out to Pastor Will. Like, but like, but like, you know, like I want someone that's down to go out in the hood and go knock doors with me. And yeah. that's not afraid to do it because, yeah. you know, and like, you know, like I always tell Selena, don't go out there by yourself. Make sure you go with somebody or make yeah. sure like I go with me or something. But like, you know, like because I need to know that I'm going to have somebody that's not going to hold me back from and going to we'll outreach into every Saturday ministry, morning. Yeah. And it's like and missing. And, I, and uh, yeah, I've been in relationships like that with well, I think the person's at that point spiritually but then when you come to find out after taking the time they're not you know because they're yeah. not the person that's faithful to the church they're not the person that's yeah they they look it on the instagram or they look it on social media but really like you realize like that person's really not as dedicated as i thought they were yeah i oh, mean i feel like we covered a lot in this episode um i'm looking forward to going deeper into this maybe we'll have we'll have to do another podcast because i feel like this is round two round two but i'm looking forward to talking about that with brandon because i feel like that's so important you know making sure that we're lining up with people that actually are as much as dedicated to the church as we are because if not more yeah i mean especially as a woman like i want to be able to look up to my husband and respect him Mm. for doing the work you don't want to drag your husband to outreach yeah or be like, babe, there's prayer. Uh, you can go. I'm gonna stay. Like I know it's like there's prayer. We're yeah. there. There's this. We're there. And I think that like there's in a relationship, even times where I don't feel as strong, or I'm having a weak moment, and then Selena's there to pick up the slack. Yeah. Or it's the vice yeah, versa. Yeah, it's a teamwork. Yeah, it's a teamwork. It's a teamwork. But I mean, I'm saying like you, like I said, take the time to get to know that person, so that way yeah. you can do that. You know. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. You just got to remember that. You are your, well, the Lord. So if you are wondering what happened at the one hour mark, it just stopped recording and we didn't even notice until a few minutes after. Um, But thank you for listening to this episode. It was our longest episode so far. So kudos to you. If you are hearing this right now, text me or um, Instagram message me because I want to know that you listened to the entire thing. Um, also a huge shout out to my friend Stacy who sat in the office with us so that we could record this episode and I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will talk to you on my five minute Monday so have a great weekend and talk to you soon